Hello and welcome to episode 79 of the Lake Life Career Change podcast with me, Phil Swallow. Episode title, Carnage. So carnage, it's not, is it carnage? Um, it's certainly car-related challenge, which I've had this week, and I will come on to. Just realised I've got a very good office chair here, second-hand Herman Miller. Uh, they're very expensive new, but this was second-hand, very good price. And it doesn't squeak and creak. So uh, worth looking out. If you want a really, really decent, supportive office chair, I can recommend Herman Miller, but go for second hand. There's so often, particularly nowadays, this is actually going to be on the on the increase, guys. Uh, there will be offices that are no longer required. And some people may have the opportunity of getting a chair home, although that's often more trouble than it's worth. But companies do sell them off. So have a look. Uh, just do some searching and um, see what you find. That was not in the plan, not in my little list of stuff to cover today. Uh, but anyway, car-related stuff was. So I'm going to start at the top with uh, big car events all happening at once, really. First, the good news, I guess, and this isn't the order that um, that I put it in on my notes, but I can tweak that. So I'm getting my new car tomorrow. Way Volvo XC60R design plug-in hybrid electric vehicle will be with me hopefully tomorrow morning. So I've been doing things like insuring it and getting gap insurance, which my previous providers have never recommended or never even mentioned, but I think it is important to get. So this is if in loss or theft situations, sorry, I've just amateurly not put my um, my phone onto snooze. So I'm gonna now do that and be a professional, hopefully. Uh, yes, so, um, if there's a payout needed, then obviously your insurance will pay out, but they'll probably only do market value. And if your liability to your company is more than that, you've got to fund the difference. Gap Insurance funds that difference. I shopped around. I went with totallossgapinsurance.co.uk. They were very good. Good, clear details of cover. I'm not sponsored. Um, and the premium was something that uh, was very attractive to me. So hopefully it's a fire and forget insurance. Hopefully all insurances should be that. But um that was that. Anyway, however, um, so we were in Tunbridge Wells when I took the phone call from my garage to say, could we do delivery this Thursday? Uh, on the way down to Tunbridge Wells, this was Friday afternoon, so I just decided to go out. I mean, we were going to go to the coast, but it, the weather didn't really allow for that. It was too risky, and yeah. And for what I'm about to tell you, it's probably a good, good job. Um, I was doing a, a left turn. We were probably a few miles from Tunbridge Wells, and you have these sort of rumble strips that are used for traffic calming. They sort of go like a vibration noise. They're not like the normal speed bumps or sleeping policemen, we used to call them. Uh, and I thought I'd possibly gone over one of them, although there were no warnings. And whilst the road surface looked a bit different, it, it wasn't really obvious that that's what it was. So yeah, left turn, rumbling. And then it kind of eased itself out and I sped up a little bit, I suppose. Didn't really think too much of it. Um, so we get to Tunbridge Wells, we had a lovely lunch in a place called ooh, Zero Waste, Zero Waste something. And it's a lovely cafe restaurant, um, great coffee. And they also do supplies of spices and foods and household cleaners that you can refill. So it's a saving the planet type thing. But it was great. And that was in the Pantiles, very famous part of um, Tunbridge Wells. And we also visited a couple of the shops that they renovated in a recent interior design sort of reality competition show thing. We missed one of them, or we didn't get, didn't go in it. Anyway, 
It's not one of those Ronnie Corbett stories. Look it up if you don't know. Uh, anyway, so we had a great time and we left. And as we were coming out, there was this real rumbling vibration coming from the sort of below the, the driver and passenger areas, almost sort of axle area. And when you do the stop start, it was like a bang every time it did the engine starting up. Uh, so I disabled that so the engine would stay on the whole time. And I was getting very nervous. Um, so I thought, hmm, yeah, what do we do here then? So we carry on and I thought, well, I'll go the most straightforward way home, which is the A21, uh, because it seemed to be a little bit easier when we were going at a reasonable steady speed, safe speed. So I went sort of 40 to 50 miles an hour on the on the dual carriageway. And when we slowed down, when we got sort of this end near a home and we were in traffic and coasting, it was still vibrating only on a left turn, not on a right turn. And then when we, the worst of all, when it was absolutely, well, it sounded like a, one of those old four stroke motorbike engines was reversing onto the driveway and it was the whole car was shaking and it was horrendous. So what to do? Um, phone the leasing company. Initially they said, right, well, we, we probably best to get you booked in at a garage for some diagnostics and one thing and another should be about three to five days. Uh, I didn't hear anything for about an hour or so and then this text message came in and it said please confirm your appointment and it was the 20th of September i.e. six weeks away it didn't even say who this was from that you know the text message didn't have a a company name on it um it was I mean I'd been asked about who my nearest BMW dealers were and I called the number on there which was a landline number just to say can you please not book me in for then that's crazy you must have a better slot I'm getting rid of the car as soon as possible and I got a follow-up text message just by virtue of me ringing the number which was never answered by the way it was engaged the whole time that was enough to confirm my appointment for the 20th of September so I wasn't best pleased at this point and I thought right actually I can't have this I'm going to call it a recovery you know we did struggle home call the RAC they were very busy and they were sending me text messages or a system was sending me text messages about every 20 minutes, half an hour for the rest of the evening. So this was from about 10 to six until about half 10. And then they said, oh, we're really sorry. We've escalated it to head office and you should hear from us soon. I got a phone call from a driver and he said, um, oh yeah, mate, yeah, so uh, Mr Swallow, yeah, okay, we've got details of your car, yeah, okay, so we'll, we're about 10 minutes away, we'll be with you uh, very shortly, we're just in uh, Ashford near Sunbury-on-Thames at the moment, I said, whoa, 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 hang on, sorry, uh, that's probably about an hour and 10 minutes away, mate, so... He said, no, I've got, I've got your, your address here. It's Hitachi Capital Leasing Company, Sunbury on Thames, Middlesex or whatever. I said, no, no, that is the head office of the leasing company that I've got the car with. Uh, you'll probably find that they've got thousands of cars all registered to that address. I've got a home address. I live at home. The car is with me at home. He said, oh, this is the guy on the phone. He had one job to do. Um, I said, well, yeah, I mean, I, he read back some information to me, so I was confident that he had those details. I mean, he confirmed, was this the number, i.e. my mobile, that I could be reached on? Yes. At no point did anyone double-check that it was strange that the head office of a leasing company was where I would be sitting on a Friday evening with my car that had, had problems. And he said, look, could we possibly do it for the following morning? 
Well, I thought, well, yes, you can, because I just want to get a bed. Um, I'd already sort of cancelled golf, but, you know, that 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 was the situation. Uh, he said, I'm going to put this down as an urgent because you've waited all this evening, um, but you might want to call them anyway. So first thing in the morning, nothing. Called them at quarter to eight. They said, oh, we've got you down for a visit between quarter to eight and half eight. He said, but it might be a couple of hours. Half ten came, guy on the phone, right, I know where you are, yeah, I've got your address over it. Um, he came over and he got over within good time. I explained the fault. We tried a few things with him at various parts of the car with his hands on various things and me starting and stopping the engine. And it, he took it around the block um, and the weather was monsoon rain at this point as well, thunder, lightning, it was awful. <laughs> but luckily we got a carport. And um, he said, I, I don't know what it is. He said, it's possibly gearbox mountains, but he said, I honestly don't know. Uh, and then he gave me a really good bit of advice. He said, look, call the garage. He said, I, I think this is fine to drive to the garage. He said, but call them up and say to them, well, when you get the options presented to you on the, uh, the automated system, he said, say my car is already with you. Because he said, if you say book a slot, uh, even though obviously I've got a slot for the 20th of September, he said, um, they'll, they'll, it'll just go automated and it'll be a pain. So anyway, I phoned them up and spoke to a very straight talking person and they said um okay well it's first come first serve you can bring your car in if you like we've got you in for 20th september i explained i want to get rid of the car as soon as possible because i've got a new one arriving don't want to be really paying two leases per month and um they said yeah but it's first come first served after we've done any cars for the day so they have already or always they have cars booked in for services and repairs and things then recoveries come in and they're looked at at the end of the day if time allows. So I knew I was at the back of a queue, but again, at least the car being there is better than the car being on my driveway. Monday morning, team went down with rain, uh, Sue had hospital appointments. We went there first in the car, took it easy, went from there to the garage, which wasn't far away, booked it in. Um, she just basically, and it was actually the girl that I'd spoken to on the phone. Uh, she just took the details, uh, gave, took the keys and said, well, we'll be in touch as soon as we can. Can't give you any promises. Anyway, we got back. Weather improved a little bit. So I went for my daily exercise walk and um, got a phone call from the BMW garage. Oh, sorry. No, rewind, rewind. So when we got in, we got an Uber back because it was just awful. Didn't want to. This is from the garage dropping the car off. Didn't want to take public transport. Uh, hope you're keeping up. And um, I had a phone call from the leasing company. They said, great news. We've managed to book your 20th of September slot in for this Thursday, the 12th of August. I said, oh, that's good. They said, so can you take your car down there, please, this Thursday? I said, well, I've actually just got back there. My car is there now. Um, explained that I'd done it as a recovery and as a booking and a diagnostics and all this sort of thing. Anyway, Fast forward again, back out for my walk, phone call from BMW in Croydon. They said, uh, right, just we'll do a courtesy call every day just to let you know progress. She said, I've tried to get you booked in for diagnostics this week, but it possibly will be next week because they're really busy. I explained to her that my leasing company said, actually, now my formal booked appointment is for Thursday. And my logic is, on the basis they originally said to me, we do what's booked first before recoveries. I should get a formal slot on Thursday. Uh, and she said, yeah, that, that, that's, um, I, I haven't got that on the system, but, but rather than me keep you on the phone, I'll look it up. Anyway, she eventually came back, possibly not even on Monday. I think she came back Tuesday, 
courtesy call to say basically no news however I've tied everything together yeah and we've got you a slot for Thursday so new cars coming tomorrow insured gap insured all good current car is at least should be looked at by tomorrow or on tomorrow or as soon as possible thereafter because I just want to get it back as soon as I can so that I can arrange for it to be collected obviously give it a nice thorough clean and polish uh, and then hand it back finish that lease I've had to even take out additional insurance so I'm covered on fully comp for two cars which is more cost and a pain but anyway it's got to be done then I just took a call about half an hour ago BMW this is Karen hi courtesy call she said, um, we've got your, your car will be looked at tomorrow. The senior technician would like to do an overnight technical road test. Hmm. What does that entail? I said, well, he will be driving the car home for the evening so that he can really examine it carefully. And in the morning, cold start, he'll come in to the garage and then he'll basically get ahead of the game because he would have felt all the various vibrations, noises and noises in reverse, blah, blah, blah. I said, uh, no, no. I said, this car is going to be returned as soon as possible to the leasing company, well, they auction it or whatever, after I get it back. I want it to come back to me as soon as possible. I don't want it driven to some, I'm all due respect to whoever the mechanic is, the senior technician, but it's not going to go to his house overnight. It's just an area or level of risk that I'm not prepared to accept. I said, uh, I call it that there's safety, in where it is at the moment. We parked it up in their customer parking, ready for, you know, service repairs. I said, and I'll be honest with you, as I'd already mentioned, that car's facing forward. If that engineer, technician, person, reverses it, he'll know that there's a problem. It'll literally reverse in the car around the corner or backwards or whatever, he'll know there's a problem. If he takes it for a small poodle around the car park, he'll know there's a problem. You know, this, this doesn't manifest itself in 30, 40 mile an hour roads. You know, it's coasting, left turns and reverse. So I think she's quite clear on that now. Uh, so anyway, my car should be staying there. The, I mean, this is what the RAC guy as well. I said, you know, the RAC guy had done a full road test. He'd done all the checks he, he could within his qualifications. And um, that's that's good enough for me. He, he said to me that the, the next best thing is for this to go to the BMW technicians where they've got all the equipment and the right ramps and something that ma manages or mi mi mimics the su suspension being used and all sorts. Anyway, they sh if they haven't got it there in a massive BMW dealership, uh, then no one has. So that's where we are at the moment with the car. I'm hoping that that gets sorted as soon as possible so I can get it home, get it clean, get it gone. And... Um, in the meantime, enjoy my new car. Uh, the charger, I did the survey last weekend for the charger and I got an acknowledgement yesterday evening to say they passed it on to their local installer who's probably a you know, qualified electrician. Um, I can charge it on a three pin, it'll just take longer and they supply a three, king, three pin cable with the car, so all good. Um, so anyway, other happenings this week. Well, last Wednesday evening on the day of doing the podcast, I went out and recorded the Sandstep video. So I'd already done the prep and the timeline and had, a, had a quite a bit of material ready and uh, did the recording. Kind of happy with it. Um, most of the time I'm behind the camera and the camera's facing where we're going and what we're doing. And because I'd done more planning than I'd ever done, I was quite happy that I would, that would be the final bit just to go out and record the visuals and then uh, put it into an edit. So, and I assembled it 
fairly soon after. I think I did a little bit in the evening. Um, but I didn't really do too much at the weekend. Uh, I had other bits and bobs to do. I was trying to work out what's going on with the car and being carless for a few days. Um, but uh, yeah, so I um, I didn't really do too much. Then I picked it up again a couple of days ago, finished it off yesterday. And of course, with YouTube videos, you have this situation where you, you have to Oh, excuse me, I just knocked the uh, cable as I'm trying to go to my notes. Um, yeah, so I, I, you know, done the the edits, got it complete, got it how I was happy, and then you have to upload it to YouTube and then wait a number of hours, although at least it was done same day this time, for it to be rendered, if you like, in YouTube as standard def, high def, and 4K. So it's there now. It's in... YouTube land. I put it live yesterday evening, did no promotion of it whatsoever at this stage. Well, I mean, my mum looked at it, but she always does. Uh, so, because I set up <laughs> set up notifications for her. And um, just while we're on here, I will just go on to my analytics. So often on my new videos, if I do zero promotion, I almost get zero views. Um, so it's been up there 20 hours, 10 views, one like. That's not bad, actually. As soon as I complete the recording of this podcast, I'm going to go and put it on social media, so on both my my Twitter accounts and on Facebook, and that should hopefully see some more traction as well over a, a period of time. So that's good. Uh, other other things that I've done really, or other thing I've done is just got out in the garden, so did the lawns, and where the council have been very poor this year through costs and stuff, and they've not really cut the verges very often. I did a couple of verges sort of a couple of neighbours along where they'd never get done. And I just thought, well, if I just do those as part of my grass cutting routine each time, it will make them look much tidier and maybe save the council a, a modicum of money. Or they should pay me, perhaps. Uh, and then windows, got up and did the windows on the shady side of the house this morning. And now the front of the house is shady, so I'm going to do the windows there this evening. Quite like doing window cleaning. It's quite cathartic and have a little sweep around of the roof and all those sort of nice homely maintenance things. Uh, so that is about it. Um, links to the, or link to uh, my YouTube video will be in the little show notes. I don't even know if those links work, but if not, and if you follow me on social media, you will you will be able to get to it. But it's called Sandstead Phil's Walk and Talk, because uh, that's what it is. So, thanks once again for listening. I know this was a rambling, lightning-paced story of a car and not much to do with a late life career other than we all have these sort of challenges uh, but um, thanks for listening anyway and supporting the show really appreciate it uh, we've got a busy busy weekend coming up um, but I won't share too much at this stage and I'll cover it all in next week's podcast but it does involve some photography and possibly even a bit of video but that bit's not planned anyway thank you very much speak again on next week's show